Hello, 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 and welcome to this podcast. I'm super excited that you're here, and I'm super excited to go on this journey with all of you. I'm very, very excited to queer this podcasting world, as well as the general world, because I think we can all need that very much, especially in these times. So I am super looking forward for these next few weeks. I have some very interesting and exciting interviews, and if I say exciting one more time, then I don't know what's gonna happen. So yeah, without any further ado, let's get into it, and hope you tag along and see what happens. Queering the Perspective with Bela Bellissima. All right, hello everyone, and welcome to the podcast Queering the Perspective. Today I'm sitting down with Gabriela, and yeah, uh, before I start talking about you, maybe you can introduce yourself, and um, yeah, maybe you can say your pronouns, a few words about yourself, and like what what you like to do, what is your field of interest. I don't want to talk so much about work, you know, because I think there's so much more that defines us, but maybe like what what you enjoy, activities you do, topics you engage yourself with, and what inspires you. Hmm. So, I'm, I use the pronouns she and her and uh, I'm a person, and it, you said, uh, let's not to speak too much about work, but in fact, my leisure is very combined with my work. Uh, I work in the field of psychology, the main thing is psychotherapy, but also work with LGBTQ activism and this thing inside of psychotherapy, and m many weekends are used to work on that field with the people, uh, giving lessons or... But this is also something that I enjoy very much to do. The other field that I love is psychodrama. And again, uh, in many times, out of the work is something that I do. I, I like to stay with groups from all around the world. Okay, nice. And then I have one more question before to start more with like the content. Um, in now the second wave of the global pandemic, if you could transform for the next, let's say, four or five months into any kind of animal. Any kind of? Animal. Animal? Animal. Yeah. Uh -huh. Ah. Okay. Okay. If <laughs> just, I could transform. Just for four months to, or five months, six months to, um, to escape a little bit the pandemic <laughs> that <laughs> us Homo sapiens are now suffering through or like living through. What kind of animal would that be? It's a very abstract question. I know. Yeah. I think it's difficult because I think would be. A bird mm -hmm. for to fly and to see from up. Yeah. To have an overview. Yeah. Uh, like 
the idea of flying yeah. and to let the body go. Not to be bothered yeah. with yeah. the physical reality for a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. the wind. And you can also walk on the, the pairs. So mm -hmm. it's. And maybe, maybe a, a bird that can also went to the water. Mm -hmm. So like this, I have ah. the hearse, the wing, the hair, and the water. You have it all. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I, I can really, I can really see you being a bird for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Flying away. Nice. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. And um, then, um, yeah, you already spoke about your interest in psychotherapy and psychodrama. So um, I wanted to ask, how was how was this sparked? Like, where did this come from? You woke up one day and said, "Yes, it, this is <laughs> it. This is what I want to do. This is when I, what I want to engage myself in in my life." Or how did you develop your interest over mm -hmm. time? From an, a misunderstanding. Okay. What is not? Yeah. <laughs> well, in fact, I I always liked groups and to be in group. May, maybe this is the main point. Then I did theater during three years and during the time I was at university. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I did psychology, I already knew that I want to work on psychotherapy, but I feel all the models of psychotherapy, I didn't feel attached to anyone. All right. And... Uh, I can say it's a strong word, but I can say I l hate a little bit, if you can say <laughs> a little bit, when it's um, psychoanalysis. Yes. Okay. Because it's so strictly, so directly connected to the norms, mm -hmm. so inside of the mainstream society. And I said, no, I don't want to work on that. And in, in theater, my director knew psychodrama. And without knowing nothing I said oh so interesting I can do psychodrama like this I can connect theater with psychology and the misunderstanding is that of course uh, despite you use a lot of points of theater in psychodrama they are not having nothing together right. well in one point there are scenery you the names of uh, acting and uh, representation and uh, role are there but it's another thing it's another paradigm it's not it's not theater it's mm -hmm. the opposite in theater you play the roles that somebody wrote for you or you wrote for and mm -hmm. in psychodrama you play your own roles or your view of social roles so uh, let's say in theater, you put masks. Uh -huh. In psychodrama, you put the masks uh, out. Uh, okay. Uh, can say, but in fact, it's another thing. It's very connected, and it was inspired, of course, yeah. in theater. But in the idea that I had, I can combine both. Mm -hmm. mm, it's not <laughs> was a mistake. <laughs> but then you started doing it, and you realized, oh, actually, it's different than I thought a little bit, but. I like it. Yeah, it's for yeah. me a very useful tool. You are right. And and you were mentioning already it's has it it is less normative mm -hmm. and it is less sort of 
categorizing the people within a mainstream understanding of behaviors and um, like mannerisms so um, yeah how how do you how are you non-normative in psychodrama what makes it what makes this big difference the psychodrama theory itself have a view of human being not finished and not uh, as you said ca not categorizing it mm -hmm. so the idea is each person mm -hmm. has to achieve what they are and not in that way or that way or that way and uh, have the idea that the illness is in society itself and not in the people if we can be ourselves and the, the, the name in psychodrama is spontaneous that not means you do what you want to do it's spontaneity it's not like that you do what you want to do but in in a useful way okay not in a way that everybody came and put you in prison immediately uh, you you combine what you do with the rules of course mm -hmm. but not because you have to you choose the rules that are better for you and you even can change it for the rules serve to you and not to follow the rules mm -hmm. and it's it's very open in fact it's not like the others um, so yeah. this view of human being mm -hmm. is already itself very open yeah. and the idea the aim of psychodrama is that each people each person gain more and more spontaneity because with spontaneity that is the capacity it's defined like that the capacity the ability to solve old problems with new answers okay so you just have to look inside of you the more and the more possibilities mm -hmm. to uh, deal with yeah. the old situations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a new way okay. but your new way and I guess the different the when compared to psychoanalysis the idea in psychoanalysis would be to solve old problems with old solutions right like yes with the solutions that are in a kind of menu yeah because the right thing is that and for me the problem is uh, on in psychoanalysis that always you read the person yeah with um, let's say a grammar mm -hmm. with the same grammar you had to see right. how uh, your life was connected you know that with the father with the mother uh, with the roles that these people play together if the, the father played the right role of father the mother played the right role of the mother and how did you connect with these mm -hmm. so these uh, i'm forgetting the words uh, there's a special name that is very well known of these uh, together Father. Mm -hmm. And always you have to use this um, frame. This, mo this frame, thank mm -hmm. you, is exactly that. To read. And I think not everybody 
develop in that way. And this is not the frame for everybody. For some, of course, it's very important. Yeah. And I don't say psychoanalysis, it's not for nobody. No, for some people it works very well. Yeah. And it's a need. It's, it's a frame that is possible. But to use this frame all the time, because it's like that, the, the way of we live, it's to put the life inside the frame. Yes. And this is what uh, I don't uh, like. It's limiting. Yeah. So you have somewhat of an overarching frame, like, as you said before, like some sort of rules to... Ethical, for instance. Aha, uh -huh. okay, yeah. Because you can develop as you, as you are, but of course it's not the rule with the, lim with the limit is the other, mm. is taking in consideration. If you want to go out mm -hmm. and begin to shot everybody, maybe you are acting as you want, yeah. but this is not... It's not within the frame. Yes, <laughs> that's it. So I yeah. think it's the ethical points. Yeah. And your... Well, this is a very used uh, sentence, but your limits are when you hurt the other. Okay. And you have to be conscious. Yeah, more or less like mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and and how does your relation to queer theory play into into this um, into the idea or this interest of yours in psychodrama or your the particular viewpoints you have on psychoanalysis like mm -hmm. how is how is your life touched by it? So from what I was saying Yeah. Maybe you already read there, in this psychodrama theory, the fluidity is inside. Yeah. So it's possible you be what you are in each time. Mm -hmm. And the idea of identity, fixed identity, yeah. is not really there. Okay, beautiful. But I was not co uh, aware about that. Mm -hmm. At the same time that I developed psych de develop psychodrama and all this fielding in psychotherapy, I work uh, in one NGO mm -hmm. uh, connected with family planning right. and uh, sexuality. So, and this was since the beginning of my degree, my psychological degree, and I began to f to think about how does sexuality works on society, how. Mm -hmm. Uh, what about sex education? What about uh, sexology? So all these pieces came together. And when I decided to do my PhD, the first idea was to work on family plan, family planning. And I don't know how, why. Well, I really know. I can tell you this history. <laughs> I was listening about methodologies. Yeah. Thinking uh, in thinking on my f family planning research, and then I said, "This will take so long to do this research." And I f I thought that the storytelling was connecting stories was mm -hmm. a nice methodology, and I I began to think. I know such. I have many homosexual friends that are suffering so much because of this. And if I choose this methodology and 
if I begin to research on homophobia, mm -hmm. I have the opportunity to stay with them more and more. I will, I will uh, uh, getting time with them. A another mistake because, of course, I, uh, I did not did this with my friends. Mm, yeah. But this was the It's thought. It's the PhD, not of course, of <laughs> not course. just talking to your friends and seeing. Like, I thought, ah, no, I, I found will. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the mistakes give us nice yeah. things. So it came like that, and I s began to think. I, s I feel that they suffer. Why it was that a need? Yeah. And I begin to think, hmm, maybe I can research with this methodology and with my friends. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. of course, when the plan became, the friends were out, <laughs> or completely out. I never, uh, and I didn't use anyone. It could be, but I didn't mm -hmm. use any of my friends as... Uh, sub subjects on the thesis yeah. uh, for the interviews. Yes, for the interviews. As soon as I, as I met queer theory, I began to feel this is what the world has to achieve. Mm -hmm. Because if we live in that world, the things about gender, the things about uh, sexual orientation, don't need anymore. Yeah. People will be people, and we can. This dismantle. Thank you. Is that word all this, and people just can fulfill and be what they are, and we don't need labels anymore, mm -hmm. and we want to be, and we don't want to go on being something that we felt once, and yeah. this does not shape us right. and our way of yeah. being. And Our identity is not fixed once and for all. And that's the question. Mm -hmm. That's the question. And of course, I began to work simultaneously uh, in the identity identity frame or identity perspective. Perspective. Mm -hmm. Essentialist in a mm -hmm. point of view, but uh, I be aware that. Uh, Once I went to do one sex education for fathers, yeah. and the man came and said, mm -hmm. I'm very happy that you are here, because now uh, you will tell me if homosexual people can choose or not. Mm -hmm. Because if they're born like that, I have to accept them. Mm -hmm. If not, of course, I don't agree. <laughs> What is that? I don't agree. But yeah. you know that people say that. Yeah. I don't agree. <laughs> And, so of course, I, I read that in societies where the essentialist uh, way was mm -hmm. more developed, they are less homophobic because of this. There's nothing to do, so I accept it. Mm -hmm. And from that, I understood the, the identity series. Yeah. Even those connected with human movements. Why the woman yeah. and the woman? That it's, it's necessary to defend and to yeah. use and to identify like a woman, mm -hmm. that was something that is not for me, I don't mm -hmm. like that. I identify as a person, why I need to be, and to say, and to reinforce that I was, that I'm a woman for to give to women's visibility. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I, yeah. I understood the power of this, yeah. and uh, the invisibility, invisibility that was before, 
I realized that, of course, we have to have this position, yeah. at least in some places, in some hours, for some aims. <laughs> <laughs> um, political aim of essentialism. Yeah. Because, of course, as you said, it's, it makes it it makes it easy you know it or it, it has a legit, legitimizing force let's say it like this if you claim i guess it's also it's the origins of all the identi identity politics that you say i am gay i was born this way i'm a woman i'm born this way and therefore you cannot deny me and i deserve to be recognized and i deserve to have rights it's a more powerful statement than to say I'm a constructed being and somehow I'm suffering discrimination so but you should still accept me <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> even though of course this is um, this is maybe more accurate to say that you're not a woman you are you have you're born with maybe certain biological features but you are socialized to become this social construct of what a woman is supposed to be and you develop the manners, the behaviors um, but you are not an essential woman yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's interesting yeah. how to yeah. how yeah. the category becomes sort of practical also in that sense to um, convince this father mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes from, from the reality yeah it can, it's uh, empowered me the way yeah. that uh, and show me the way uh, from where strategically mm -hmm. strategic essentially strategic essentially yeah because in fact the I'm what I'm more radical I think we don't have to put to become to assimilate things yeah. we have to destroy the categories that are already existent. But of course, I had to fight, and I, I, I made that. I fight for marriage mm -hmm. of uh, gay... Uh, Same-sex marriage. Same marriages. And I fight that, and I was very involved. But in fact, despite I was being married, I'm against marriage. The idea of that... As an idea. institution, as uh, a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. sometimes we... The, re the <laughs> instead we are with this system yeah. is the better thing that we can do, uh -huh. and it's the question of rights. Yeah. If some have rights, all have to yeah. to take these rights and to have these rights. Yeah. And of course, this is a, a paradox. Yeah, it's a dilemma almost. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can. I, f I feel that a lot within the LGBTQIA plus community that. Um, there is a strong tendency to in sort of the fight for recognition in um, in a system that was that oppressed you from the start like without the system mm -hmm. you wouldn't be oppressed and but then claiming that you want legal rights as in you can marry it's like in a sense, buying into the mainstream, right? Like See? it's, yeah. it's assimilating into still this oppressive system, which continues to be oppressive. Also, when there is same-sex marriage and there's still violence against um, trans people, and there's still um, a pay gap between 
lesbian, gays and homosexuals, there's still a pay gap between women and men, just to name one example. It's it's a question of, yeah, if we should, you know, if we should fight to be recognized, but only in the terms of the already existing oppressive and violent system, and then I guess the alternative is what you said, to dismantle all of it and to construct something new. But I guess, yeah, that's a, a little bit of a bigger project. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's a little bit paradoxical because yeah. we have to work in both sides. But maybe it's the changings. And they seem to be contradicting each other yeah, almost, yeah, right? Yeah. So like when you fight more to, um, to be recognized in one system, maybe it's more difficult to make the revolution mm -hmm. at large. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, otherwise it's another revolution. Yeah. yeah. And I think the, the civil rights and the sexual rights, all the rights, women's rights, are sought, yes, we, if, if, we, if, we, if we are in another system we don't have to speak with about rights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's a need when we have this system, right? Because some people has no rights. Yeah. If uh, I like very much the, I don't know exactly the poem of Emily Dickinson, that says when she says, "I live in the the circumference," mm -hmm. and I think this is a nice view because the cir the circumference is the center, and this system has the circumference, but just looks to the center. Yeah. And it's just to change the view. Yeah. The center does not mean nothing because the circumference itself yeah. is uh -huh. bigger uh -huh. and everything uh -huh. is there. Uh -huh. Everything we can yeah. find there. So this, uh, how do you see it? Zooming out. Zooming out mm -hmm. is what is important. And not to yeah. bring the circumference to the center. Yes. All the time. Uh. But... Uh, it's the question of visibility, uh -huh, yeah. and of course, if if we are working in this system, we have to give first visibility, and then fighting for the rights is mm, that the yeah. the way, yeah. uh, and this is with S all step by step, step by step, the mm -hmm. steps that we have to to yeah. uh, because if things does not exist, yeah. No rights, yeah. and I guess what you what you described in this metaphor really well is also very um, essential part of queer theory that you center the margins, that you talk about the subjective experience of the marginalized rather than from the view of the oppressor, which is I guess the very prominent view that you have mainstream media always talking about, sort of the center of. Um, the status quo of like the norm, the the normalcy, and tending to forget more and more and more when it goes to the outsides, to the mm -hmm. to the margins. And with this, I wanted to ask one final question <laughs> um, about the future. <laughs> Let's speculate. <laughs> Let's speculate wildly. Wishing sky. Yeah. Um, if you think that, like, in the future, um, if in the future psychoanalysis will become less normative, if it ah. is, if it is possible, or if 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 it if we're so stuck within our paradigm, 
Hmm. Psychoanalysis changing uh, also. It's not so... Uh, the more I listen about... I, I have to tell you that I'm ignorant because <laughs> I just know psychoanalysis from some points. I'm not inside. Yeah. So when I speak about, I'm speaking from out, somebody outside what is a tricky because somebody can tell, ah, you are speaking about that, but you don't know yeah. exactly how the model is. But from what I know, um, more and more the heterodoxy of psychoanalysis is changing. Mm -hmm. And I think many colleagues that's, that are from the psychoanalysis field open more. Because for instance, it was very interesting in my PhD defense, mm -hmm. um, somebody asked me, do you think inside the psychoanalysis model, is it possible to be gay affirmative? Because with the frame, how you can look in another way. Inside this frame, it's not possible to see, because it's everything connected with the roles, mm -hmm. and with the role of men, with the role of women. Uh, and it was very interesting, this question. In fact, it's very difficult to work with the gay affirmative psychotherapy, that means uh, affirmating uh, the questions about all the sexual orientations, mm -hmm. if this exists, um, and create uh, to, to, to empower the person to accept really. the feelings yes. and to live connected with feelings. So it's not yeah. a new model, but it's to use this inside each model. Uh -huh. And of course, in psychoanalysis, yeah. as in the heterodox model, it's yeah. difficult to see that because you have to stand up or, or to give up the category of men and women, of mother and father. So the question is very interesting. But what I have uh, listening is that more and more perspectives are coming yeah. and this model is changing mm -hmm. and there are a lot of psychoanalysts there are a lot there are already psychoanalysts and not already right now in 19s it happens yeah, yeah. already some psychoanalysts that are working with gay affirmative psychotherapy view mm -hmm. inside psychoanalysis so yeah. it means and and also uh, gender questions because it's we can say the same for the women rights, yeah. how inside this so strictly view the woman can be not a mother giving uh, the breast to the child, the good breast, changing all this. Yeah. But I don't know how because I don't know the, the inside theories. Yeah. But I think it will change. It so must. you're optimistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I am. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you Thank for you so this much. moment. <laughs> Thank you so much for being, for wanting to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. <laughs> okay. Enjoy and uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Same to you and do wonderful podcasts. <laughs> Thank you. Perspective with Bela Bellissima.